Guys, you want to get this started? We got we got uh, yeah, a lot sure. of non nonsensical nonsense, and um, we yeah, I guess we have to celebrate the end of the 2020 election because it's already over. Um, all right. Well, anyway, I am Justin Woods, and this is the Woods Cast. Wish me per the usual is my younger and more handsome brother. Yes. I mean, he's the, the only data point I'm using is Shay Woods, but you know, sometimes the data point is so good that's all you need. Your sample right. size can suck my butt. All right, all right, that doesn't statistically hold up, but all right, good to talk to you, Shay. And with us today, we got we got a gaggle of asshats, including myself and Shay. John, what's going on? John's our buddy from the bluegrass. Been on before. It's we're doing great. Doing great. How 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 are all the childrens treating you? Um, they're you know assholes and everything else that you could expect. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you had these on purpose. We're glad you had these on purpose. That's uh. Well, it's it's too late to really, uh, you know, worry about that at this point. They're here. Let's can't return them. Yeah, they're they're here to stay. Also, we got uh, our buddy uh, Adam from West Virginia, Mountain State. What's going, What's going on? on? And uh, with us back again is uh, our buddy Dave. Uh, Dave's in Hello. the Centennial State with Shay. What's going on, Dave? Oh, it's, it's going going terrific. It's always good when we spread this fucker out over three three time zones because that's easy to coordinate. Um, uh, hey, did, Shane, did I ever tell you I figured out why they call Colorado the Centennial State? Uh, yeah, you did, but I don't remember. It was a uh, hundred years after the. Uh, um, it was uh, made a state a hundred years after the Civil War and all that nonsense. Oh, okay. Uh, see, that's a fact. Revolutionary you... War. Uh, <laughs> Declaration yep. of Independence. Yep. yep. All that jazz. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, so today on the pod, we have a lot of nonsense to talk about that is pretty specific to the Democratic Party because we don't have a candidate yet. So we'll do uh, the weekly numbers and poll, talk about some polls. Uh, we got some, I got an apology I need to I give to John. Um, we got random news that was just frustrating the fuck out of me. Uh, Trump is in North Korea again for some fucking reason. And um, he made some, he made some uh, firsts there, but firsts aren't necessarily good. Uh, we need. To, I would like to ask you guys why the hell we're not at war with Iran right now, and how surprised I am about that. And and, fi- and finally, but not less hilarious, we've got the Democratic de- debate, the two night 20, 20 person woo fuckery. And I'll give you guys an insight into what Alex Jones thought about all that. So it's uh, it's deep. Let me tell you. God, what an idiot! Are Satanists involved? Uh. Pretty much. I mean, as far as Alex Jones is concerned, anytime two Democrats get together, they've they've already eaten a baby. So it's just that's a good point. Yeah, and it's a, and, there's a, and there's a child sex ring. So yeah, that's all it is. It's just yeah. a and uh, Bohemian Grove, dude. Yeah, I mean, and the funny thing which, is, what's that? I was going to say, which one of you guys brought the baby this time? I know yeah. it wasn't my turn. No, it's we're 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 we did a baby last podcast. Well, we it's every other podcast. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah. But what's funny is, like, Alex Jones says he's doing all that shit in hyperbole, but he will spend literally 30 minutes talking about how, you know, the head Democrat, a.k.a. vampire, will kill the baby and drink the blood. Then he leaves it for all the lesser Democrats, a.k.a. Vampire. I mean, it's just... I mean, you can you can hear him getting hard talking about it. So it's it's. it's is there like is there like a hierarchy like wolves have of like what organs you get to eat depending <sighs> on how awesome of a Republican you are? <laughs> it's, it's pretty much like that because he talks about how like the head vampire will eat drink the blood and then then his female van because he he based all this off of some fucked up. Uh, interpolation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. So then, then the female vampires come and take the the juicy bits, and then the Renfields get what's left. And he's never read that book nor seen that movie start to finish. So it's all just gibberish. Um, but uh, okay, so weekly numbers. I am on my th- fourth beer now, third or fourth beer. Uh, the Trump administration has been going on eight hundred and ninety-one days. Uh, those things are directly connected. Um, Shay. Uh, you have, you're the only one I, I'm aware of that has a North Korea challenge coin, and um, it has been 386 days since uh, Donald Trump took all of North Korea's nukes, and um, they high-fived about it. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, as of now, we have 3,352 Q-drops. Um, that uh, that dipshit went dark in like May twenty six. It was it was didn't post any of his quote unquote intel drops for over thirty one days, and people were literally shitting themselves, and like a panic to say like he's just gonna. There's something. It was so funny because like on on the uh, little boards that they post all the racist shit. It was like well maybe he wasn't really you know a close advisor to the president, and then it was like no he totally was, and he's just waiting to tell something really big later. And when he like finally came back after a month, it was like, "Be ready, Q." Like that was that was always that. I mean, mm. uh, I mean, as anybody else, I mean, this is what, this is what's so fucking. This is this is the bullshit, man. The president went to fucking North Korea. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just the concept of that is fucking ridiculous. The Korean War is technically not over. Um, they're also gigantic pieces of shit. Uh, do you think they just like held hands and compared notes about concentration camps? Because I mean, that's like that's that's some pretty dope shit right there, man. I bet they got some pretty good ideas they could get together. Well, I I feel like at this point, playing imagine if Obama had done this is like <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's almost, it's almost a Lovecraftian recipe for driving yourself insane at this point. But I, I think there is some value in, in a, a foreign policy analysis standpoint to imagine what the Fox News coverage would be of Obama buddying up with Kim Jong-un and there being, like, no measurable progress on the denuclearization of North Korea to show for it. Yeah, right. that, that was, like, the first line off of the CNN article was, like, don't, no, first of all, for those of you listening that don't know this, Donald Trump did go to North Korea today, like, early, It's it was, I don't know, it's like midday, wherever the hell, uh, in North Korea, that was, like, really early for us, I think. So when I woke up, it already fucking happened. But he did go to the uh, the South Korean side, walked up to the demilitarized zone, met uh, uh, Kim Jong Un there. They like ha- uh, had some pleasantries. It looked like he was trying to sell him a box of Girl Scout cookies, and and then he invited him to step over into the you know North Korean side, and he did. So he is technically the first president to ever step foot on North Korean soil. Excuse me. Yeah, but, it's well, it's just a pageantry, man. He, he, but that doesn't he, he mean wants, the first is good. His face. I mean, it's no, it's awful. You shouldn't have done it. It's inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, that's my point. 
Yeah. Fact check. Fact check. First president while in office, Bill Clinton went to North Korea after leaving the presidency. Boy, well, that's just fake news. Oh. <laughs> that's just fake news. Um, well, and the thing is, it's like, and and Adam, to your point, like we want to play the, you know, look through the what if Obama had done this, you know, uh, uh, you know, Magic Eight Ball. We already know the answer to that because when Barack Obama was running for president, he said, "Listen, I would sit down and meet with these dictators without pre, you know, pre-acknowledged conditions just to get them to the table, but we're not going to give them anything. We just need to talk to them." And he was called the biggest pussy who ever pussed. Yeah. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. yeah it was just, it wasn't even a, a thing. I mean, the, the, the bad faith in this area is, is kind of astounding, specifically with regard to using the Iran deal as a, the, the JCPOA uh, as a comparison point. I mean, the, the extent to which Barack Obama and John Kerry and Ben Rhodes and everybody who was involved with that just got blasted by the right-wing media oh, yeah. apparatus for being pussies and selling out the United States and this and that and making deals with people we don't like. Um, I mean, at least in in the case of the Iran deal, there was a, a measurable concession from oh, yeah. the other side. Um, that's far more than we have with North Korea. They, they've committed to nothing, but they've been conveyed the legitimacy of, of parlaying with the president on an international stage. Mm-hmm. I mean... Right, and that's that's a huge problem. Like, I don't watch North Korean propaganda TV, but I imagine it is full of clips of Kim Jong-un being up in front of the United States flag and the North Korean flag being shown as shaking hands with the President of the United States. That's a huge propaganda coup for him domestically. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, his grandfather had wanted this. He had wanted, I'm sorry. Yeah, his grandfather had wanted this. His father had wanted this. He had wanted this. And, you know, to, to Donald Trump's credit, it's not like being lied to by North Korea is anything new. Like, by my math, he's the 12th or 13th president that's been just fucking lied to by them. But, you know, he's going to get hoodwinked. But but these one-on-one meetings are what he really wants. Or, I'm sorry, what Kim Jong-un wants. Because he needs to separate Donald Trump from the advisors. Because, you know, Mike Pompeo and, and Michael Bolton, as much of a shits as they are as far as international policy and war hawkiness goes, like, they know that North Korea will lie to him and just tell him pretty pretty little lies and then go chugging along on their on their you know their weapons program, and Donald Trump will smile and go, "See, he called me a really really great guy and sent me a large nice letter." And by large, I mean it's like eighteen by seventeen cardstock. Like I don't get it. Um, yeah, like they I mean, know that. The, those are those are both good points. I mean, I think I think legitimizing that regime is is is, I mean, deplorable, and that's absolutely what the. That is the only thing that the Trump administration has accomplished, you know, with, with you know this this entire process, any of these talks. Um, you know, he's he's getting love letters from from his buddy Kim, um, and and honestly, what Kim wants is he, he wants. You're absolutely right. He doesn't want an audience for any of this, you know, around any advisors or anything like that, because it, it does allow him to, uh, you know, basically proceed with his weapons program. And then at that point, I mean, that's 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 their goal is is to mm-hmm. get that. They'll never give them up. Uh, you know, and and they're just they're a danger in the region. Um, you know, and I mean, what kind, what kind of economic goals do you think North Korea is is, is striving for? I mean, do you think they uh, like like that they're they're going to be a bustling you know capital of industry like Trump's like presenting to them? Like they they're not buying that shit. That's ridiculous. Um, I mean, I mean, their their end goal is just to remain like this this completely totalitarian state that like really only supports its upper class. But like you know now they can buy uh you know they don't have to buy cheap Chinese knockoffs of everything. These people are fucking horrible. 
they could maybe get a Trump hotel here. So. Yeah, yeah, to John's, yeah. Uh, Trump, kept tell- <laughs> yeah. Tr- tr- uh, Trump kept telling them how awesome their uh, beachfront property was. He's like, oh, just going to develop the shit out of that. And they're like, oh, it's great. We'll have condos and no food. The Korean Riviera, dude? Is that what he's going for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it is really dumb. Um, there's a lot of there are a lot of natural resources uh, in North Korea though, and that is very true. It, it, they could be a wealthy country if they mined all that, uh, but you know, wealthy wealthy for who? They had all the infrastructure to do it. Right. Um, and, and I think that's that maybe from a business standpoint, that's something that Trump's getting like a little bit of a boner about. I don't know. I I think he's just getting a boner that he gets talked to nicely. I, I do I do look forward to the news of a bunch of Trump branded condos being built in North Korea and bought by like 40 guys named Vladimir. But you know, <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely be how that goes. That'll definitely be how that goes. Speak, speaking of the advisors that Kim Jong-un wants to keep out of the way. Um, I was reading today that he took Jared and Ivanka and he didn't take uh fucking Bolton. He took, uh, he took, um, Tucker. I'm a white nationalist. Carlson. Like, primetime white nationalists went fucking North Korea. Wait, are you talking about on this North Korea trip? Yes. Fucking Tucker Carlson went on this? Yes. Well, that's insane. Holy shit. Let me, let, not, to, not to change the subject too much, but Tucker Carlson might be, like, the most impactful foreign policy advisor mm-hmm. this administration has right now. Because, yeah. I mean, Scuttlebutt is, <laughs> Tucker Carlson... Yeah. Is Parker Carlson is who talked him out of bombing Iran? Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll, which we'll is, get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We well, and Trump there. doesn't. Trump doesn't like Bolton either. I mean, yeah. Trump really doesn't like him. That's he didn't make the cut in the first round when he was hiring the best people. So I don't know. Yeah, like I'm sitting here reading this and I'm like, oh, it's such a historic day. And then they interview Ivanka about what it was like to step into North Korea, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute, wait, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. The handbag lady got to go. Yeah. Do you, do you see? There's like a. Uh, Instagram video or something like that where Ivanka tried to, like the butt into like a, yes. a conversation with a whole bunch of you know European leaders and oh my god they it's just painful they just kind of give her the side eye like like they look and they're like who the fuck adults are talking yeah, yeah you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of like you're at a bar with your buddies and then there's this really drunk guy who just wants to talk to all of you and he walks up and he's like outside of the circle and he's like yeah man. I like Transformers too, or whatever the fuck you guys are talking about. And everybody just kind of turns and looks at him, and then goes back to whatever they were doing. And obviously, you were talking about Godzilla. Yeah. And how cool Godzilla is, right, Shay? Damn straight. All right. Uh, my plan is um, when I'm back in West Virginia in Huntington for a few days, my friends are all going to be working, so I need to uh, go see that again. Oh, that's a good idea. Yep. But yeah. I was, Maybe I that was, new Child's Play movie, too. That shit looks hilarious. You, you um, gonna go to that arcade bar when you're in Huntington? Do what? You gonna go to that new arcade bar when you're in Huntington? Sure, I didn't know there was one. That yeah. sounds fancy. Yeah. There's an arcade pretty, bar. Yeah. So, Trump went to North Korea, and he took Tucker Carlson for some fucking reason. And actually, that explained a lot to me, because I watch Fox News a lot, and the night, uh, that, like, the night before all that happened, Tucker Carlson was doing his show from Japan. And I know we had the G20 going on, but, like, Fox News doesn't go to that shit. Like, Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, Sean Hannity... That, that's a talk- bunch of globalist nonsense, dude. Right, yeah. like, yeah. Actually, yeah. that's that's complicated things that they can't talk about how the brown, brown people are the problem. So, like, you know, they, they just don't go. They don't worry about it. And so Tucker Carlson's like, well, first of all, 
I have to point out that Tucker Carlson did did do his like, hey guys, uh, we shouldn't let the foreigners in spiel in Japan because he's like, hey look, they don't let in any immigrants and their train stations are so clean. Like, this guy can't can't not be a fucking xenophobic prick, even when he's on vacation. Like he did a whole he did a whole walk around in one of their train stations. Like, see how clean it is? There's nobody doing drugs. There's nobody like. Picking imaginary it's, like fairies out of the sky. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Wait, yeah, but that's a, uh, it's all a show. And first of all, there aren't like, uh, I mean, you guys know how North Korea works. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. You're like, like you're you're constantly. Well, he was in Japan. Miners, uh, you know, they they put on, you know, it's it's just a show. It's a show for everybody that visits. In Japan? Oh, yeah, he was in Japan. I thought you were talking he, about. Because I was surprised that, like, Tucker Carlson was walking the streets of Pyongyang, dude. That no, guy's, no. That's pretty, uh... <laughs> no, he was in Japan. He did his remote from Japan the night before, and then I guess they all hopped into the plane and went to, to North Korea. Um, if anybody's listening and really does want to, like, hear a, um... Or watch, I'm sorry, not just hear. Vice did a really cool uh, documentary about going to North Korea. It's on YouTube somewhere. I, I watched Oh, the guy, to, the Vice guy to, to travel. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah. And, I think that uh, that was before Vice sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, Vice after, has, but after Steve McGinnis left. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. Gavin McGinnis had had or already Gavin been, had already been jettisoned, and um, uh, but yeah, Vice has its fucking problems. I, I'm not I'm not unaware of that. But like, yeah, they do yeah. this really cool thing, like where they tried to go to North Korea and they didn't get the proper permits, and then like the guys in China were like, or the guys were like, uh, no, you just go to China, and then they just smuggle your ass in. He's like, cool, and they just got smuggled in like everybody else, and it was really pretty cool. They well, I actually thought that, I mean, as, as far as documentary goes, and, and, you know, knowing that we're going to talk about Iran later, I don't know if anybody ever saw a couple on Iran that he did, like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, but that was amazing, too. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, that, no. that's really good. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a really kind of deep dive into, you know, just the Iranian culture and, like, you know, their middle class and, like, what they think about us and, you know, and, uh, you know, going and kind of meeting everybody. And I, I have a feeling that attitudes haven't changed that much uh, there. But anyways, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so we kind of did things a little out of uh, out of a uh, yes. The moral of the story is Donald Trump went to North Korea for no fucking reason at all. We didn't get anything out of it. He got a photo op. Nobody's surprised. Um, yep. We kind of skipped over some stuff. Uh, so polling right now, Donald Trump is right the fuck where he is. All the polling, like Gallup, has him negative twelve approval, disapproval. Uh, Five thirty eight has him negative ten and a half. Uh, Real Clear Politics, which is another aggregate site that you know, so that it's just an aggregate of all the polls. I don't, I don't. I guess I would have to check on which ones they include or disclude. He actually had a, a good bump there. He's only negative seven and a half now. He actually did get a good bump there. Um, like I've talked to you guys before. I at least talked to Shay. I don't know if if uh, John or John ran off to get a drink. Uh, you guys, I wish I wish we recorded video to watch. Everybody could watch John just scuttle off to the the kitchen real quick. Um, He's very motivated. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm really only paying attention to, like, these six states. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Iowa, Ohio, Florida. Those are states that, that were flipped by flipped from Obama to Trump. And so, yeah, I don't really give a shit about national polling, especially since the Democrats don't have a uh, candidate yet. So, And we'll talk about that later. But, like, as of last month, they haven't updated it for June yet, but Trump still... Uh, Wisconsin negative thirteen, Michigan negative sixteen, Pennsylvania negative seven, Iowa negative twelve, Florida ne- I'm sorry, Ohio negative four, and Florida's dead even. So like, he, he he you know we we talked about this several times, but he threaded threaded is that the word threaded a needle? Yeah, 
All right. He threaded he threaded a needle in, in 2016, and these numbers tell me that he may or may not be able to do that again. So, so those are the poll numbers I always read off the top. Um, I have an apology to John. We skipped ahead of my apology to John. John, I'm sorry that I always bring up Crocs and Crocs-related things and, and, and tag you in Facebook, but you're the only person I know with any direct connection to the Crocs brand. It's, it's um, getting getting old, not necessarily you tagging me in them, but it's been a long time since I've yeah. actually been connected with Crocs. So yeah, yeah John, John worked at a Crocs store, like, what, eight years ago or something like that? Yeah, probably even more than eight now. It's and what I wanted to say is that I probably won't stop doing it. I didn't. I didn't figure you would. <laughs> I, would like to, I would like to apologize, but we all probably have some connection to a shitty retail job. Like I know Shay, you worked at GameStop. You weren't a big fan of that. Yep. And uh, I worked at Circuit City, and I like to believe that I had no small part in bringing down that entire company. You worked at a circuit city. Oh yeah, dude. I was th- I was so bad because I would not pay attention to what was on like the special Black Friday deals or whatever deal. And so when some lady would come up to me, was like, "Sir, can I do a rain check on this thing at this 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 price?" I'm like, "Of course we can." And I just throw it into the computer, and then like ten minutes later, I'd be like, "Don did it again." Yeah. You know what probably sucked for Circuit City too is when they had to sell like all their you know real to like retail space and all that shit. It was just a giant fucking red cube. Yeah, I mean, I, I, nobody wants to rent that shit. Bad call. But. Well, also uh, the one in Barbersville, West Virginia, was turned into a Chinese restaurant. Oh, that could work out. I can see that yeah. working out. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. shit. I worked in a convenience store for three years. It fucking sucked. Yeah. yeah. Adam, anything? Yeah, uh, actually, my first job, um, I worked in a fireworks warehouse. Ooh, uh, nice. In a, I'm because, well, and this is going to be something that is interesting to lawyers and nobody else, but the, cool. the way that fireworks. I think fireworks, a lot of those listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, so the, the way fireworks laws worked out in West Virginia at the time uh was that uh, it was legal to sell the real fireworks to out-of-state residents in West Virginia, but not to in-state residents. So therefore, the eastern panhandle of West Virginia, which is um, about 23 miles wide, stuck yeah. between Maryland and Virginia, was like a fireworks sales capital of the region. Yeah. Um, so uh, I ended up working in a fireworks warehouse uh, in high school, and that thing was like... I'm 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 sure the reason it continued to stay in business was that any OSHA inspector who walked in the door had a stroke and was never heard from again. Uh, but it wasn't that one that, that burned down back in like the nineties, was it? It was not. Uh, uh, that was a uh, crazy coup fireworks, I believe, yeah. one that exploded. Yeah. 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 God damn! I worked uh, I worked at Mac and Dave's for several summers uh, in college, and that was an interesting experience. If anyone wants to talk about like. You know, middle America or low income people and how they don't know how to, you know, you know, how it's all their fault or whatever. Like, you should go, to, you should work the pawn shop for a while and see how fucking predatory that shit is. Like, yep. you know, like you walk in, you know, first thing Monday morning and somebody's like, I'll blow you if you pawn this TV. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I haven't even had my, my, my coffee yet. What the fuck? Um, no, it's an experience. Fucking old ladies bringing in loaded guns to pawn. I'm like, Jesus. Oh. All right, so I apologize to John. It's probably going to happen again. 
Yeah, um, fuck you. <laughs> there we go. All right, we talked about uh, Trump, North Korea. Let's uh, skip ahead to um, some stuff that uh, both Dave and Adam have brought up. Um, we are not at war with Iran, and I am honestly uh, pleasantly surprised. Amazing, amazing. I know. Um, yeah, well, I think it was. I think it was uh, just a fucking dick swinging power move. Like you know, it's just a show, man. He was right, never. Well, he was never gonna fucking. Well, I think you are correct. For some reasons and wrong and other reasons, let me do a real quick rundown. Anybody uh, chime in if you think I'm fucking something up? So, um, first of all, uh, was it uh, June 13th? Um, some um, tankers were um, attacked in in the Gulf there, and, or the Strait. I believe it's called Strait. Um, Strait of Hormuz. Uh, yeah, Strait of Is it? Say that again. Hormuz. Strait of Hormuz. Hermes. I was going to say vermouth, so that I'm going to yeah, say that Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard vermouth. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that where they make vermouth, dude? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Sounds um, much better to me. Yeah. So um, two uh, oil tankers were attacked. They were not American. They were they were, they were actually Japanese tankers and Swiss tankers, I believe. Um, they I think attacked. they were flying a flag out of, uh, oh, I can't fucking remember where, but yeah. They were right. not American. They were not American tankers. It was Japanese-owned, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, immediately, Pompeo and Bolton uh, will not stop saying that it was Iran. Um, on the twentieth, on the twentieth of June, uh, one of our um, uh, drones was shot down. It was a surveillance drone worth about two hundred over two hundred million dollars. Um, it was popped out of the sky by Iran. They say it was in their airspace. We say it was not in their airspace. I have not seen a very good argument either way. I don't trust this administration as far as I can throw Donald Trump. So. The fact that they say it was not in their airspace doesn't really, you know, uh, persuade me. Bolton and, Bolton and Pompeo still say that it was Iran. Um, Trump, apparently on the 21st, um, was, uh, I, I hate to say it, this is so this feels so weird in my mouth. Trump said that they were cocked and locked uh, and ready to go. Um, for a strike, um, but then at the last minute, Trump and this is these are this is his story that he told Chuck Todd, I believe. Um, so he said that it, Yeah, he said at the last minute. He said at the last minute, ten minutes before the strike was apparently supposed to go, and and Trump has of course told some conflicting uh, stories. At one point, he said that the planes were in the air and he called them back. Then later, he said they were not in the air yet. But whatever, ten ten minutes before go time, he apparently then turned to the generals and said, "Hey, how many people are going to be killed?" They said, "Hold on, we'll get back to you, sir." So they go off, and to quote Trump, he goes, good generals we got there, great guys. And then they come back, and they tell him about 150 Iranians are going to be killed after the strike is taken, is, is done. He goes, well, that's too many. It was only a drone. It didn't have a pilot. And then that's he, not he, how it works. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is complete horseshit. Uh, in this that? day and age, in this day and age, every, every uh, tactical scenario that's brought in front of the president, is you're given what the collateral damage could be. Um, in all aspects, whether it's infrastructure, whether it's people, whether it's civilians, like the president, when he orders a strike like this, they know that information. Unless uh, they are really just running a clown college. Well, there <laughs> pro- is... Uh, but, but the but Department of Defense, there's no way that they don't fucking give him all the information. Yeah. Like, he probably... at first, that's the one. Well, it doesn't mean he fucking reads it. I was going to say, he either didn't listen the first time or if right. it was in something and he yeah. didn't read it. Yeah. Valid <laughs> point. Um, that is a side note that we I would like to put a pin on and maybe get back to is the fact that Donald Trump has completely checked out of actually running the armed forces. He likes to talk about it. He's going to wallow in this July 4th parade. He's going to throw himself. But, like, the actual nuts and bolts of, you know, killing other people in the name of freedom, they don't give a shit about it. But, but, if, they uh, can get, but if they can get him some votes. 
Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, of course, like, you know, there's a website called There's Always a Tweet, so, like, now the tweet right. that everybody loves to share is the one that back in 2012, he was like, you know what, Obama's going to start a war with Iran because he's going to try to get reelected. And then, yeah, you know, oh, I saw that too. It's ridiculous. We're, we're about, we're about uh, 12 months out from that happening on our end. So. Uh, I, I, think, I think this is, I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to think this is what we're going to go with. I'd like to think that he knows that that's not a good idea. Because he won't win re-election if he starts a war with Iran. It's just well, I, I, I think that will hurt his chances. I mean, he, he campaigned on, on getting us out of. I mean, I ugh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think that that's that's absolute complete campaign well, suicide, and he knows it. I, 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 I don't, I don't know if it can it. make it really any worse than like everything he's done does already. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's going to change minds the people who know, hate him. Hate him. His his base, I, I like to I like to associate his base, like the actual hard floor number, with the number of people who um, who who are for building the border wall for like thousand billion dollars, whatever the fuck it is. Um, it's like thirty eight percent of America thinks building a border wall is the best idea ever, and that's kind of like his hard floor. And those people don't want a new ground war in the Middle East. They just don't. Like he campaigned on it, they don't like it. That's why um, uh, Adam, you were saying before, Tucker Carlson. Might be our goddamn ace in the hole here because he apparently called Donald Trump and had a one-on-one conversation with Donald Trump and said, "You know, your base and the Republicans that support you do not want you to get into a conflict with Iran." And that's kind of where. And I think that was. I think Adam's exactly right. That's what made Trump pull pull back at the very last minute because his base liked the fact that in the 2016 election he was the one saying we don't need to get in these stupid wars and Hillary Clinton will get you into a stupid war now. I don't believe the second half of that sentence is fucking all, but you know, the, the first half they at least were on board with. Keep keep in mind though, his base also doesn't care for brown people all that much either. So right, right, but that you know, is true. But when you get word? when you get people that were veterans of like you know the, the the war in Iraq or Afghanistan, and you get that first casualty that is the child of one of those people, I think that's gonna fucking hit. That's gonna hit a nerve, dude. Yeah. Well, I think we'll bomb them at some point. I really do. Because we'll bomb anywhere in the fucking globe. We don't give a shit about that. Because that's a, you know, that's just technical ordinance. Somebody has to fly in, drop it, and fly out. We don't, you're, you don't get a, you know, a massive casual well, report. Well, shoot, shoot we, can, we can shoot stuff from like, you know, you know, thousand miles away just about now. So it's, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, a, tra- uh, a trailer in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but did you guys hear the, the audio of Trump explaining to... He was, he was sitting beside the president of Poland, and he was explaining to the press that the, oh, the, that the drone... that guy's an asshole, too, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. They're just, they're just over there doing, you know, an Eiffel Tower over, you know, fucking freedom. But um, they... Uh, he was uh, Trump was explaining to the press that the drone did not have a guy in it. Yeah, it was, I know. It was it was it was a plane, or he described it as a, a, a manless plane, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It was fucking. It was it was. It's like yeah, that's uh, called a drone, buddy. Yeah, uh, John Oliver. Like when my uh, dad calls me up to ask me how to fucking like fix something on his computer, it's some kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, John. What would I type in Google to find that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. John John Oliver had a great line. He's like, uh, yeah, if it had a pilot in it, and I'm gonna throw some military jargon at you, it'd be called a plane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was that was. The, I'm actually just beside myself. I mean, Donald Trump did the right thing, I believe, and yeah, somehow I, still looked like a doofus doing it. 
Yep. <laughs> he's just a bump. He's just fucking. He, he bumples everything, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> there's um, everything the, the, the biggest fumble was him trying to pat himself on the back for calling off the strike that he ordered in the first place. But right. you know. Hey. Right, exactly. He looks like such a fucking jackass, and, and he's trying to be like, he'd be like, no, 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 the human cost was, was too much. He was trying to be tr- pull Trump the humanitarian out of his ass. The same way he's gunning for that Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> God. He, he wants that thing so bad. He I know does. he does. He wants it so bad. <laughs> and, okay, now, listen to a little side note. Even Barack Obama has admitted, and Barack Obama staffers have admitted, that Barack Obama getting the Nobel Peace Prize was the dumbest fucking thing ever. He just got and, it for being the first black president. That's what he got it. Well, technically, he got it for changing the—I don't want to say temperature, but changing the rhetoric between Muslims and the Christian world. And what he did his speech in Cairo? Was that what he got well, it for? It was. It was basically no, he, that. He got it. Go for, ahead, Adam. Um, he he got it for his uh, stance on nuclear non-proliferation which was uh, a which was a, a, a reducing of the temperature in the US nuclear arsenal um, he was more willing to I guess put the nuclear the US nuclear arsenal on the table for multilateral nuclear disarmament compared to previous administrations and that's that's what he got it for he got it for having an, uh, an opinion and an agenda <laughs> yeah for actually doing anything oh that's I did. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. That's exactly what he got it for. Yeah. Like, oh, he got a Nobel Peace Prize. I'm like, he's barely been president. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> well, and his he and his staff were kind of like, uh, come on now, guys. Like, you know, they they even knew that it was kind of horseshit. Yeah. Uh, but they went along with, it. and the fact that he got it, and Trump will never get one, uh, and actually has nominated himself several times now, and then like, I think they even uh, falsified one. Like somebody falsified a nomination. For oh him? no, he had Shinzo Abe. Like, uh, right. he had Shinzo Abe nominate him. Yeah. That shit. Oh my god, that's so, that's so ridiculous. Side note: There's a good I have not heard that. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there's a for for the thing in Korea, but there's a there's also another really good front line that basically correlates Obama just fucking ruining him at the correspondence dinner as to like when he decided he was going to oh, run yeah. for president. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Oh yeah. <laughs> He internalized the shit out of that. The same way oh, that... Oh, yeah. Because um, he just got ripped on. Yeah. The same way that um, fucking uh, Kanye West really internalized when uh, Barack Obama called him a jackass. <laughs> like, like I, I've never... Th- I mean, they, you know, Barack Obama, I think, was a great president. There's things I agree with, things I disagree with. You know, he was drone striking the shit out of people. But, like, I will a thousand percent stand behind... Barack Obama's statement that Kanye West is a jackass from now until the day I die. True. Yeah. Like, yeah, agreed. Yeah, like, that's easy to get behind. All right, so the other thing about this Iran uh, kerfuffle we got going on is that we are, and Adam Adam, uh, uh, Adam mentioned this earlier, and so did, so did Dave, um, we, are, we are basically butthurt that Iran is not abiding by an agreement that we unilaterally pulled out of for reasons I can't fucking understand. Um, the best you case scenario because because Barack Obama. I mean that yeah. negotiated it. You know okay, why. that that's it. Okay, yeah that that's all I got. That's all I fucking got because that's it. Sean, yeah Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, Alex Jones, uh, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, 
um, fucking uh, Mark Levin. All of them were like, it was a horrible deal. It was stupid. We were giving them a nuclear weapon. But, I, I mean, you can look up the fucking deal. Uh, their refineries went from 20,000 different refineries to 5,000 refineries. Uh, the uranium stockpiles went from, uh, we, we were reduced the uranium stockpiles they could have on, on well, hand. Well, there were limits time. on, like, the, uh, the percentage of enriched, like, you exactly. know. Yeah, stockpile really went down. Yeah. yeah, stockpile went down 98%. Um, there were limits on what percentage of uranium they could, they could, um, process. Um, it was at three, like three, three point two or three point five percent, something that was way low to make a nuclear weapon. Um, there was ninety, there were ninety day inspections, and then if the, um, excuse me, if the IAEA, excuse me again, damn, uh, requested a, a random inspection at any time, they had twenty four days to comply. Um, a lot of people like like Sean Hannity likes to be like, oh, you can clean up anything in twenty four. You can't days. lose that kind of infrastructure in twenty four day fucking days. Well, actually, <laughs> actually I, I would like to point out that you can't e- um, unradiate shit in twenty four days. Like, <laughs> like if if you're doing like if you're making uh, nuclear weapons, you just can't like clear out all the equipment and just have a hollow room and be like sweep it nope. under the rug, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we totally make, weren't make... doing anything here. Yeah. Uh, and so, it was a good deal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, flush it. In an American standard toilet, hopefully, or it'll clog. I feel like that would um, make a good scene of a movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, sidebar, everybody should watch Chernobyl. Best fucking show on the planet. Yeah, it was amazing. Good stuff. It was very well done. Very well done. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, it was it was a good deal. There was no reason to not get out of it, honestly. Um, we the, the whole point of the deal was to move us further away from the brink of any sort of, like, you know, armed conflict or, or otherwise with Iran. And, and it was benefiting, you know, their middle class, their, you know, economy mm-hmm. was starting to grow again. You know, they were able to trade with partners. It was a win-win. I mean, it was actually, I, I think if a continued foreign policy like that towards Iran would, would eventually work and eventually aid in the, you know, not like full, uh, full-blown full regime change in Iran, but, you know, perhaps like, you know, uh, more more democratic Iran in the long run. Uh, I mean, it, it it, it was it was it was it was good policy and 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 abandoning that just simply because uh, the dude before that you bitched about and said it was a bad deal, uh, you know uh, that that was his only like you said his only reason for it. But here's the thing: is now there's no deal, and now mm-hmm. Iran. I mean, they're they're you know there's still we still have European partners that were still you know uh, you know parts of the deal with them, but now Iran. I mean, what was it, just this week where they decided, or or two weeks ago where they decided. Nah, fuck it. We're gonna and basically openly announced that hey, we're gonna start doing this again, pretty much. You know, unless there's sanctions. Um, yeah, no, they, they. We I forgot to say the other side of that. Like we got all those things on their nuclear weapons program, and they got like Dave said, a relaxation of a lot of the sanctions we'd have in place to keep their economy uh, a stranglehold on their economy. And since we pulled out of it, um, the rest of the uh, you know European uh, people. Uh, I don't. I don't have a list in front of me. I can look it up here, but. Um, the rest of the uh, European um, people that signed on, people, fucking countries that signed on there, uh, they're still there, but we're the we're the yeah. we're the stick, we're the stick in that agreement. You know, nobody else right. is gonna fucking you know carpet bomb them if they fuck this up, and um, to uh, and they and like they've said, they have announced like within the next week or so, they are going to break the limit of the agreement of the amount of fissile material they have on on hand at any one time. And they're going to start processing it at upwards of twenty percent, which is you know weapons grade uranium. So, 
Um, you, you know, I, I also want to point one other fucking thing out that uh, that really did make me giggle about this this week was uh, you know, when this happened, I think Trump tweeted something, and it was you know uh, directed towards uh, you know Ayatollah Khomeini. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he still thought that he, you know, he was like the big guy. He was the first Ayatollah. Um, you know, he said that, and I think that was after they called him like, you know, no, no joke, direct interpretation, a fucking retard, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they they said the they said the word retard. They don't know that we don't use that anymore, which makes it so much funnier. <laughs> you know, I, I got a great that that whole thing just gave me a great visual of John Bolton with a Ouija board. Like, no. sanctions against the dead Ayatollah. <laughs> He's over there like, I'm going to get this fucker. Uh, John Bolton is <laughs> such a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, him being, him being such an Iran hawk, I think that's, as, as soon as, uh, you know, he was entering the administration, uh, I was just like, well, you know, there goes Iran. And he used to be such a huge nuclear, like, North Korea uh, hawk, too. Still is! But knows that he can't do anything with that. Well, like, he's I mean, the last guy that's walking around going, you know that Iraq war? That was the tits. Yeah, I know. He's, he's still, exactly, he still thinks it was you the You remember tits how much fun we all had with that? Yeah. 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 We just pissed away $4 trillion in, what, like 5,000 American lives, but goddamn it, we showed them that they're better off without us there. Well, yeah, and with, the last thing healthcare costs, which is probably going to be, it's going to wind up being $7 trillion more than likely. <laughs> and then and that Trump, is not adjusted for inflation. <laughs> and Trump basically like joked that Bolton was going to try to like lead him into a war when he like brought him on board. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah like, that's and hilarious. That's thing, and that's the thing is like Trump knows that the people that work for him are absolute fucksticks, and he's like, yeah, I can't stand him. His mustache is stupid, but what are you going to do? Like, well, you you have him tossed out of the second floor window of the White House. That's what you do. <laughs> working for this fucking administration, dude. Holy crap! Wow. And you know, Trump couldn't hire John Bolton until he until after he had fired Ty Cobb because you can only have one ridiculous mustache per yeah. administration. Yeah. <laughs> if they that's talk, pre- that's pretty good. Their mustaches start to entwine, and then it's just weird. That makes me. That might be kind of hot. Like yeah. Now I have I have a question for you guys. Um, have you guys heard of the Millennium Challenge 2002? No. No. Right. I don't think so. So, in this talk, in this in this discussion of how we're going to go over and we're going to apparently have a gr- another ground war in the Middle East with Iran, and it's going to be super sweet, um, you've got people, uh, dipshits like Tom Cotton, Congressman Tom Cotton, who said there will be two strikes in the war with Iran. The first strike and the last, and the, and the last strike. Oh, yeah, I heard that. That guy is a walking corn cob, so fuck that guy. But, so, apparently, back in 2002, we uh, we conducted a military war games that was part uh, computer simulations and part actual, um, you know, ships out in, in, in the sea uh, in the Middle East. Um, the sides were... Um, the sides were blue and red. Now, blue was, of course, the United States. Red was either Iraq or Iran. There's strong indications that this entire thing was set up to be Iran. So, um, they started the war game um, with a... Uh, now, and they put uh, the war game... The guy in charge of the red team was Lieutenant John... I'm sorry, Lieutenant General Paul Van Ripper. Not making that up. That's the guy's real fucking name. It's badass. He should be super. Dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So, uh, so when it started, 
you've got you know the red commander uh um, the red team commanded by uh paul van ripper adopted an asymmetric strategy in particular using old methods to evade blue sophisticated electronic surveillance surveillance network ripper used motorcycle messengers to transmit orders to frontline troops and World War II-style light signals to launch airplanes and radio communication. The red team received an ultimatum from the blue team, essentially um, essentially a surrender notification, giving them 24 hours to surrender. Um, blue t- um, thus, this warned um, of the blue team's approach, and red used a fleet of small boats to determine the position of all of uh, blue team's fleet, Second day of the exercise, in a preemptive strike, Red launched a massive salvo of cruise missiles that overwhelmed Blue's forces, uh, um, electronic sensors, and destroyed 16 warships. Uh, this would equivalent to about 20,000 uh, service personnel if this was done in real time, in real life. Um, soon after the cruise missile offensive, another significant portion of the Navy was sunk, of a, a Blue's Navy was sunk by our, that small armada of Red boats. And uh, in a co- combination of like coerce um nighttime like planting bombs on the side of it and then just suicide attacks um at this point the operation was suspended uh blue ships were quote-unquote refloated and the rules of engagement were changed um so that uh um the blue side could do more of this uh test test uh you know battle simulation and this is what the the general blue said he says you kill me in the first day and i sit here for for the next 13 days doing nothing or you put me back to life and you get 13 more days worth of experiments out of me which is better to do and then they basically rewrote the terms of the experiment so that after the war game was restarted uh participants were forced to uh a a pre-described script so that the blue force would win things uh the things they made them do is like the red force had to turn on their anti-aircraft radar so the blue force would know where they were uh, the red team wasn't allowed to shoot down any of the aircraft that would be bombing them. It was actually a, just a, a just an absolute woo fuckery after that point. So in 2002, we did a war game about what it would be like to attack Iran, a, 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 a um, country that has a hardened military force that has been fighting this region for fucking decades, and we got. Can I, can I, can I stop you for a second? We got fucking. Does that take in, Does that take into account like? You know, foreign forces that they have, and you know, uh, you know, like in Lebanon, you know, and yeah. like like Hezbollah, and you know, uh, you know, forces that are in Oman, and no, you know, that they, just, they, 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 that, that's, that's just simply attacking the the Iranian, like like the the country of Iran, not taking into account any of that, you know, extraneous bullshit out there. Right. That that does not take into account. I mean, they've got all those fast boats. I mean, they right. really do know the region, man. They've, I mean. That would not be a good war. It would be far worse in Iraq. Like, we would get a lot more pushback. It, we and wouldn't be rolling the in Baghdad in three weeks. It <laughs> does not take into account any of the proxy forces that they would then launch against our troops in, uh, you know, Yemen, Iraq, um, you know, Afghanistan. Like, our, our troops in all these all these places would immediately be attacked by, by right. Iran proxy forces. Um but that's that, like that. I brought up that example just to say that like people that think that we're just going to go over there and tip over Iran and go, yay, we win. Not Iraq is ready happen. for it. Iran is not ready for it. They have an educated middle class. That their people have a lot more to lose. Like like they've got a higher percentage of like of middle class people. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of poverty as well yeah. that exists in Iran as well. And I mean that that's the base that really uh you know that that that's that's the base for the entire government. Those people support the government. 
Uh, well, and, and that's uh, well. There, there's there's a, a unique aspect to to Iran as far as the the prospect for regime change goes in the region, and I, I think my my gut tells me that this is why people in the the neocon right are so like have such a hard on for regime change in Iran is that they have kind of a Iran has probably the biggest gap between having an extremely um, far-right uh, Islamist governing apparatus and a relatively secular, uh, right. more westernized populace. I would, so, I would agree with that. Yeah. Right. I, I think that, generally speaking, if we were to, I, I don't know, set the terms of reality so that there was an election in Iran that was totally free and fair with no interference from the, the Guardian Council, um, and any candidate could run, and you could now vote for any candidate. No <laughs> right, right. If, if, the, the, it's a big if, and don't get me wrong, but if Iran were to have a totally free and fair election, as I just described, they would probably elect a fairly moderate secular government. But I agree. That's, that, that is not the elections that have been allowed to happen. So so probably the, the reason that Bolton and his ilk think that Iran is so ripe for regime change is that there he has a an inclination that there would not be this this extended rearguard action by most of the populace after the fact. Um, and he might maybe be right about that from the general Iranian populace point of view, but you got to remember that you don't need the support from the general populace for there to be an extended guerrilla action. Uh, yeah. I mean, five well, percent of a population. Group of people can fuck stuff yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you think about how many people in Afghanistan are aligned with the Taliban. It's not a lot, but it's enough to no. be a pain in our ass for decades. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's uh, that's kind of where where I land on it. Um, that and I mean the people in Iran they don't want war either. And, no. uh, and honestly, the the Iranian regime, I mean, they're at this point right now where I'm 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 not going to say that uh, that they did it right, and I'm not, in no way saying that that I believe the Iranian government did this, but it's not outside of the realm of their capability, and no. it's you know as, and as far as their past behavior. It's it's not that. I think they're just trying to, you know, if if they did do this, the drone. I think they they likely did do. Oh no, the, they 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 admit to shooting the fucking drone now. Right, exactly, and 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 even even the boat, they might have even done that too. It's it's uh, like anybody that's saying, oh well, they absolutely didn't do that. I mean, then I mean, Iran, yeah. they do shit like this sometimes. Yeah. You know, they're well, just trying. To, you know, gain attention and and uh, and it's it's kind of they're you know they're really worried about these sanctions. They're really worried about their economy. Uh, you know, they're really and that's why they're ramping up the, all this behavior they've been doing in the last you know the last like three months really for for all all, all intents and purposes. Um, it's been kind of like building to something like this, right? Um, but beyond this, they're not gonna they're not gonna focus any harder than that. They're just gonna sit back and wait for the elections and hope that Donald Trump is not reelected. That's what I. You had a thought there, John. I'm good. Wow, this is good radio. Um, 
best. No, yeah, well, and, I'm, I'm, and, I'm mesmerized by Shay just puffing. Yeah. Away. He is, yeah. Well, like, yeah, I'm not trying to interrupt. I got stuff to do. So, you know. Yeah. Well, whenever it's just Shay and I, when one of us isn't talking, the other ones either taking a hit or, or taking a big swig of a drink. But uh, to, to Adam's point, I can actually back that up. A lot, a lot of the guys I'm in grad school with are from Iran. And they know that, I mean, they come over here and they're just, I mean, they assimilate almost uniformly. They have some, uh, the extent to which they are, you know, devout Muslims differs from guy to guy. Like my buddy, my buddy Irfan, he, uh, he, uh, doesn't drink, you know, he doesn't drink alcohol and tries to avoid, uh, you know, pork, but the man, he, he likes some beef hot dogs though. He does, yeah. He when we when he introduced him to a beef hot dog, he thought he, his mind was fucking blown because he thought they were all pork. He didn't know that you could have just a beef hot dog. So we gave him a beef hot dog at a cookout one day, and he was just, I mean, we just flipped his world upside down. And the other guy, yeah, the other guys that came over with him, uh, Aram, uh, for example, did, did not did not adhere to any of that. So like, he, Aram's over, Aram's over in our house eating all the pork meatballs and shit. So like, you know. They're middle class. The guys that come over here are, you know, they run the gamut, but they're not as hardline as the course of leadership is. You know, the the supreme leader. And you know, it's just it's just one of those things we got to fucking work through. As long as we don't start a uh, a war with them. Yeah, it's probably not gonna make them very happy. No, that'd be a negative. Um, you guys want to take a break before we talk about the uh, Democratic uh, net, uh, uh, debate and then uh, any fun stuff we got to throw up here. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I uh, well, I, I'd right. like a break. It's like 800 fucking degrees in this room. Okay, well, uh, we'll take a break, and while I le- uh, I'm going to put you everybody else on pause, and you guys will listen to a commercial from one of our sponsors, <laughs> Nuts and Gum. Uh, Nuts and Gum, together at last. <laughs> All right, yeah. everybody. We are, you are back. Us off? What's that? All right, we we are back after the the sponsors. It was an ad break. Uh, uh, please support them. Um, all right, so last thing we need to talk about, and it's kind of why I got all four of you guys together because like, I wanted kind of a panel ask panel esque type of uh, thing here. Um, I personally did not watch both nights of the debate. I listened to them as a podcast uh, or on YouTube. I didn't like just sit at on my couch and stare at them. So I've heard both nights. Um, so. Oh, shit. I meant to bring this up. Give me one second. So, the Democratic debate, which is uh, about uh, 25 teen people at this point, for fuck's sake, um, was divided into two nights. We all know this. Uh, June 26th and June 27th. That was, was Wednesday and Thursday of this last week. Um, so, we are... Uh, we're recording this June 30th. I don't think I said that yet. Fuck. Nope. All right. We're t- recording this on... Start over. Yep, yeah, start over. Back to one... <laughs> Um, no, we're, we're, uh, yeah, so we're recording this on Sunday. We've all seen it. Um, so night one was, uh, Booker, O'Rourke, Warren, Castro, Klobuchar, Ryan, Gabbard, Delaney, de Blasio, and, uh, Inslee. Night two was Biden, Harris, Sanders, Buttigieg, uh, Bennett, Gillibrand, Hickenlooper, Williamson, uh, Swalwell, and Yang. Um... Uh, do you guys care what they pulled in to get into this? 
Uh, that, I don't think that mattered so much for for right. this so, first round. It's gonna we can have the conversation yeah. about uh, you know qualifications for the next round. But this yeah, round, um, and every, there were there were two candidates that didn't qualify. Uh, that one dude they got all butt hurt uh, from. Fucking, four. I, it, what is it? The governor of fucking Montana. Four. Or, there's four. Four. And four now okay. Five. All right. S- since uh, uh, since the debate, another guy declared. So there's technically five Democratic candidates weren't in this this uh, uh, shotgun start here. Um, I, I would I would say that like. I'm okay with them cutting it in half and saying, "Hey, we're gonna have ten people next go around yeah. at this point." Because I, I feel it, it's pretty easy to point out, you know, who the ten, maybe ten people who may be legitimate candidate right. at this point. The the criteria for the first the first one was that they had to have they had to pull it at, at um hold on they had to pull it at least one percent in a minimum of three polls. And and they had to have. I'm looking for the number here. Damn it! Damn the damn fundraising damn. amount. I think. Well, I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, hold on. Fundraising, th- uh, sixty-five thousand unique donors. There you go. That was the criteria oh, for the okay. first one. And then didn't don't they have to have like so many in each state or something like that? I think there was uh, even more farther than that. In which candidate must receive donations from a minimum of sixty-five thousand donors, at least two hundred unique donors per state. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, it. Gotcha. In okay. at least twenty states. Okay, there we go. So like, okay. they had to come up with some kind of kind of criteria, and they came up with. Um, we we discussed this before the the second um, debate, which is July thirtieth and thirty first, will have a much stricter criteria. You have to uh, poll at one percent and in the same at least three approval polls. Um, what? This is saying the same criteria. This, this, I don't think this is right. No, I, uh, I, I don't know if I. I, don't think I, I listened to yet, it was on the. They reserve the right to basically yeah. change the rules yeah. as they go, though. So because I'm looking, I'm it may looking change. At, I'm looking at Wikipedia, and it, yeah, they've just they've just they've said that it will be more strict to get in the second debate. But whatever, we had ten people night one, ten people night two. Um, I've listened to both, uh, both, um, both nights of the debate. Um, has has everybody here at least listened and or watched the debates? I don't really care if you did or yep. not. Yes. I caught like the last hour of each one and okay. then Googled the moments people were talking about. Okay. I'm pretty sure That's... Adam watched all of them. Adam is juggling his cell phone for some reason. Right. Oh, can you all hear me? I'm having connection issues we can hear you fine okay cool um yeah i i watched both of them all the way through all right so in my head i have kind of a role for each of you it doesn't really matter if you fit in that role right now i guess i just want to like so all four of us i believe everybody here is is registered democrat right yeah yeah as i know dave Uh, i don't know if dave can hear us uh Dave seems you may to... have lost Dave, but anyway, um, yes, I assume he is. Uh, but go ahead. Um, no, so what did everybody think so far? I, I guess, uh, yeah, you know, what, what is, I what, mean, what's our takeaway at this point? Go ahead, Jake. I don't know if he can hear us either. Who? You. Oh, I thought he said Shay. No. Nope. Yeah, go ahead, Shay. Uh, no, yeah, Shay was uh, talking. Go ahead. Well, I, I mean, 
I think the per, the narrative which is going in the media is pretty accurate in the sense that I think uh, Kamala Harris kind of I won't say she came out of left field because she was probably a top six or seven, but I think she's asserted herself to be maybe top two or three with maybe Elizabeth Warren as being the people who could possibly beat uh, Biden at this point. Now we're like we have another month till oh, yeah. you know the next. Uh, debate and we're really a long way away from anybody actually voting so who knows how much that really matters but um, that's kind of my initial take as far as you know we can get in we can certainly get in more into particular candidates and whatnot but it sounds like you have a plan of how you want to address this whole uh, dual debates or whatever you want to call them me or well, you, you sounded like you had like some way of attacking. Oh, no. I, I just, in my, he- in my head, I kind of I kind of felt that you all would fall in a certain like little like vein of the Democratic Party. Because I was pretty sure that we're all Democrats. Um, the only one I didn't know off the top of my head is if Dave was an independent or not. Uh, I, I registered as a Democrat, uh, what, there two years know. ago. So I could participate in the, in the uh, Democratic caucuses out here. Um, but I, uh, I, I just haven't gotten around to re-registering as an independent, <laughs> to tell you the truth. And at this point, uh, I'm not going to vote for a Republican. Yeah. So what's the fucking Plus, point? That's kind of how that's kind of how I was I was thinking. So Shay, you know your thoughts so far, like uh, as far as the debate goes. Um, I, I, what's really funny to me is how everyone seems to be surprised that Joe Biden didn't do well in the first debate <laughs> because. Well, because like, dude, he's run for president before and he didn't do well. So Flames I mean, this out. is this is this is this is not new. Um, I to, think to, people to his, to his defense, he's usually been pretty good in debates. Like he comes off generally as a pretty polished politician. Um, I think it was more of just he was, the, he was the center of you know attention of you know getting getting hit left and right by other people. And well, yeah, I mean that's simply yeah, a function I, of the I, fact I that he's the top polling one, right? I mean that, yeah. and then if he drops out, yeah, whoever takes I, place, everyone's going to attack them. So, um, but he he should have been better prepared, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, him role. and Bernie Sanders both, like S- Sanders and him, look much older than they did a couple of years. You know what I mean? It's exponential. Right. Now. Like Bernie Sanders oh, yeah. looks way more tired than he did in 2016, and uh, you know Biden looks way more tired than he did when he was VP, well, um, which makes sense. Um, you know, these guys are in their seventies and, you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not trying to be ageist about it, but I'm sick of all these million year old motherfuckers running for president. So, uh, you know, that's just, and I, I really like Bernie and I think he's like been a a important figure in the last, you know, four plus years now and changed a lot of what the the uh, democratic party is focusing on policy wise. Uh, particularly now, as you know, we're entering another presidential uh, election, but he's really not saying any different than he, anything different than he did, you know, 2016, and you know, he kind of doesn't really stick out compared to anybody. Well, yeah, he's he, a well, he, he definitely moved the window there. Right, he's 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 shifted the debate in the de- within the Democratic Party. He's made the Democratic right. Party more liberal, which is which I I mean personally I I like it. I'm a fan. Oh yeah, uh, I, I think yeah, it's I, I think that's worth noting. But I think as far as um, I don't know, he's just uh, to, to your, I mean, I, he's just old. He's an old dude, and <laughs> people are kind of tired of like old dudes. Uh, I mean, 
I'm not saying that, that, that I wouldn't like Bernie. I, I think he would be a fine candidate. Well, you know, maybe, you know, as, as far as electability, if we're really trying to go for the sure shot or are we trying to be bold? I mean, that's a question you got to ask yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Adam, Adam, are you, are you still there? I, I, I experienced technical difficulties, so I'm Yeah, I, don't, I do not believe Adam is still there. Yeah, he, he looks to be in the black. <laughs> It's, it looks so. like there's something there going on, but... Yeah, well, whatever. He's been um, moving uh, around a lot. Yeah. Trying, I, I think his internet just went down while we were doing this, and he was like, trying to find an internet spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I, I mean, just had to do, so... Kind of to reiterate, though, what, uh, what Shay was saying is, I I mean, personally, I do tend to gravitate more towards the younger candidates, um, personally, so... Well, who do you like? Um, uh, if you had to, if you had to, to pick one tomorrow, it was your choice. Who do you like? I'm, I'm still, I'm pretty high on uh, Buttigieg, personally. You know what? I'm a big Buttigieg fan. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, he, he's, 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 he's not, my number two. I'm pretty liberal, and he's not the most liberal. But I think, right. as far as if you look at everything, like he. I think is more thoughtful and about policy and everything compared to just about any of them really. Right. And he's currently being, I mean, I think being a mayor of a town might be as hard as being president, quite honestly. Yeah. And especially a town um, like, like, like in Indiana too. <laughs> he, he speaks like five languages, yeah. uh, plays classical piano. Like he's just like, it's polar opposite of what we have right. right now. I think he would perform really well on, like, on the international stage, even though he hasn't had any experience. He has education doing doing that. Uh, I mean, I, th I think he would he would be a fine. He's also young as hell, but he would be the youngest president ever elected if that were the case. Right. Uh, and you know, how old I, is he? I think he's thirty eight. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent. Like he's my guy. Like I, I'm still pretty no, wide open. Me either. Um, I don't even think he performed necessarily the best of everybody, but I think he he maintained and probably overperformed for most other people who maybe weren't very familiar with him. Right, right, and I mean I think he's making an impact in Iowa as well. I mean that's that's what's well, really important. And that's, that's right a good now. point. Is he's probably going to give? I feel like he's going to give Bernie a run for like Iowa and like New Hampshire, and if he if he does well there, you know he's yeah. He's, I, might last a while and who knows his, his overall issue i think as far as electability if we're talking about the sure shot right is uh i i guess uh he's not uh he's not polling really well with like african-american with the african-american community and that's that's gonna right. be a big problem if, if you want to be like a democratically elected president hey uh can you guys hear me now yeah, yeah. sure can yeah. okay sweet we've actually, we've actually been watching you walk around your apartment for a while now yeah <laughs> i had to do the same thing <laughs> Gigantic. Yeah. Well, my, my Wi-Fi went out, so I had to find somewhere that I had a good cell signal. That's cool. Um, no, that's, that's cool. <laughs> um, oh, I gotta go get my drink. I'll be right back. Bye. Yeah, right. So I could hear most of what you guys were saying. Um, I and I agree so with it so far. In that, um, you know, I I think he really got overshadowed by Kamala Harris. Did such a good job of having. You're saying, you're saying Biden got overshadowed. No, no, no. I, I mean, let, let me finish my thought. Right. I, I, <laughs> um, I kind of agree. I see where he's going. Kamala Harris had, did such a good job of getting her, pre, her obviously pre-planned applause lines in, um, and that's what like most people take away from debates oh, yeah. as 
good. And, and, and I mean, her debate performance overall was very good. But as far as answering questions substantively and in a um, coherent way that gives, an, gives me an idea of what they will do as president, uh, I, I mean – as far as convincing me that they have the head to be the commander in chief and the, the the top diplomat and the top policymaker, um, I think far and away I got to give it to Pete Buttigieg. Um, nobody. I am. I mean his 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 answers Brian were thoughtful. Carson. His answers were thoughtful, um, and they showed the a, a a person who has a head on their shoulders that I feel comfortable with making decisions of national importance. And yes. To, to the extent that anybody gives a shit, I, Adam Strider, endorse Pete Buttigieg for president. There you have it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> it's <an> exclusive. <laughs> you heard it yeah. here first. Yeah. He has got it on lock. It might as well just not have the election now. <laughs> well, okay, so so we've talked a little bit about uh, our takes away. Like, I, I kind of agree with okay, – I, I kind of agree with everybody who saw, uh, said here. Like, I, I think that Adam is right – and that Buttigieg had a strong performance, and but he's always had strong uh, stance, stances and well-developed uh, thoughts that he can project very well. Um, uh, the, the person I think like swung and missed a lot was like uh, Betty O'Rourke, because Betty O'Rourke was kind of oh, yeah. was kind of made famous by his direct answer and then explanation. So like when somebody's like, "Hey, do you care about people kneeling for the national anthem?" He says, "No." Let me tell you why. And then had a very poignant explanation about why, you know, you don't have to, you know, you know, being a patriot doesn't mean you have to stand for the national anthem. You can protest it and blah, 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 blah. You know, he had an answer. You lit up on YouTube. It's what made him famous. In the debates, he was like, well, let me tell you this really fucking uh, esoteric anecdote and not answer your question for a while. Like, it was just, it was right. just very well, canned bullshit. And I, I think part of it was, came from where, uh, when Castro basically punched him in the mouth a little bit on yes. immigration. And he just kind of, he looked like he kind of shut down and yeah. really, yeah. like, he still, I still think he did okay. Um, but I, I was kind of really excited about him and, like, I still don't think he's bad necessarily, but compared to everybody else that like performed those last two nights, is like he's really, he really kind of went down several notches for me. So yeah. um, maybe he can oh, you know, bring mean, it the next one. Uh, I mean, can we? Have we so we cut out a little bit. And there were two things that I wanted to talk about, and I, and I, I wanted to get everybody else's opinion uh, on on Elizabeth Warren and Cory Booker and their performances. Because uh, I mean, if we're if we're gonna make endorsements, actually, Elizabeth Warren's my number one choice right now for who I want to run. Um, <laughs> since since you started that sentence, she has introduced yeah. three new plans. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, she, she's a policy machine. Yeah, right. She's just throwing them out there, and she's like, "I'm not yeah. seeing whatever what sticks to the wall and what you like. I'm telling you what's gonna fucking work." Yeah, I mean. Yeah. She she's like I'd say over the last several weeks she's really kind of risen for me and not that she's really any different but um, you know I I think the, the fact that she's really honed in on policy is a pretty big deal for me and I don't think she did anything like outstanding debate wise but she she didn't, she didn't come out looking it. like a yeah well, she didn't come yeah. out looking like a fool either so yeah. i think she yeah. did what she had to do as far as booker um i was pretty impressed with him um I'm not saying i don't know if he necessarily 
becomes like a top three or four for me. But I think as far as that first debate, he, I, I, I read a lot of people thinking Castro won that debate. I kind of, I came, you know, more impressed with Booker, I would say. With, uh... I, 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 I hate to sound exclusionary and put it in these terms, but Castro was not pulling high enough to, um, in that, you, you, there has to be a certain pre-existing base of support for you to be in a position to have your debate performance propel you into the top tier. Right. And Cory Booker was in that position, and Julian Castro just wasn't. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I'd agree. I also think that Cory Booker, as just me watching it, was like trying to play it kind of safe. And me personally, I think that Cory Booker would be a great, will be a great senator for the next several. 12 years or so, and then run for president later. Great. But right now, he's very one-note. He's very he kind of loud. He seems kind of like, like, like deer caught in headlights yeah. to me, man. Like, well, to tell you the truth, I, I think, I mean, don't get, I, I, it's not that I don't think he has the chops. I personally just, just don't like the guy. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of why I land on Cory Booker. I mean, he's, he's pretty close to Wall Street and like a lot of other interests and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think he's he's Washington, like you know, well, okay. uh, as far as Democrats concerned. That's, that brings up a, that's, that brings up a great point, Dave. Like you, you okay. feel he's too close to Wall Street. You feel, you, know, you don't yeah. personally like him, but I guess I have to ask you guys, and I and I'll go first. Like I would personally vote for the Crystal Lady before I voted for Donald Trump. Like there there is there <laughs> is such a gulf between. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, there's such a gulf between what the Democratic candidates stand for and want to get done and what Donald Trump stands for and wants to get done that, like, I, my friends, like, I, I have very conservative friends, like, well, you just hate Donald Trump. And I'll say, like, no, I don't hate, I don't hate Donald Trump because I have not met Donald Trump. I can't, I can't physically, I can't, me personally, hate a person I haven't met. And Adam Strider, yeah, well, Shay, yeah, in this podcast, Shay hates Donald Trump for both of us, but... Yes. What uh, Adam Strider here has helped me do is he's actually refined my point that I don't hate Donald Trump. I hate the fact that he's fucking president. That 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 I can that that's the hair I'm going to split. So like I hate both. <laughs> okay, there you go. But like, yeah, I, I really didn't care about him until he started running for exactly. president. Exactly, he didn't, wasn't on my radar until he you know started running for president. So like, when all these people talk about how like. Like, I, you know, I talked to, you know, you know Rachel, and she's like, so what are, who are we voting for? It's like, and, and Rachel and I are talking about, like, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, and Pete Buttigieg. It's like, those are, like, our probably top three we keep batting around. And, but like, Rachel lets us talk about, like, she's like, I would vote for that possum I drive by every morning on my way to work before I vote for Donald Trump. Like, like she has a list of fucking things, and it's like uh, that empty mop bucket that we have downstairs that we haven't washed out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's like there's like a list of things in the Woods household that we we should have like well, picked up or you know, like yeah, anything is better. And and uh, it, let's uh, let's just put it this way. All right, so there, there's five of us here right now. Uh, none of us, are, I, every, all five of us are going to vote. None of us are going to vote for Donald Trump. Right. So basically, this is just a sewing circle so I can talk about the little fucking things that I find petty there about fucking Cory Booker. <laughs> well, I, I will say, though, I do have some standards about our nominee and whether sad. I will vote for them. And that means, and what I require of our Democratic nominee is that they have a pulse and enough working digits to operate a veto stamp. There oh, whoa, wow. That's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as far as Elizabeth, hold on, guys. Goes, I I can't. Yeah. What's that? Did we just lose uh two people on this call? 
No. 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 I don't think so. This is great radio. Yeah, it's great radio. <laughs> it's all right. So while Dave catches up, uh, the main yeah, thing... I, I can't, I can't hear, I can't hear, see anything. <laughs> Well, guess what? Everybody else is hearing you say that. Um, but okay. <laughs> um, but no, like, as far as Elizabeth Warren, I think Elizabeth Warren has great policy cred. She's, um, of course, she fucking flubbed the shit out of that whole uh, Pocahontas bullshit. But every, time you, but every time you hear somebody call her Pocahontas, that person is racist. That's hands down, period, end of story. Boom. Right. Um, I mean, that's pretty well behind us for now. Yeah. Obviously, she's yeah, the candidate. It'll come back. Yeah, it'll come it, back. It'll come back but, up. But like in the first, in the first debate, uh, nobody came at her. Right. Yeah. Like, she was uh, kind of left alone to like just give out her her little spiel, like whatever she wanted to. Nobody came at her. Unlike uh, in the second debate, everybody was fucking thrown at Biden because that's what you do for the guy who's like fifteen points ahead of you. Yeah. You throw at him. I, I will um, say. To make big, like sweeping, like uh, generalizations about the two debates, though, I felt like the people in debate That's number two what we do here on the Woodscast wanted to real. They wanted to be president, though. I felt like they played it safe a lot on the first debate, and I actually like started like snoozing off there for a minute, like in the middle, because it was pretty boring at a point. I didn't feel that way at all. I was pretty excited throughout the whole thing for debate number two so yeah the the first debate had more people who are running for secretary of the interior right yeah well and i and i get the people in the first debate that weren't they weren't going head to head with the guy who was you know 15 points ahead of them i mean that's true that, yeah, that's so, true so they're just trying to like play it safe and like let's just get to the third debate and see see what the fucking you know what what shakes out then um i don't know it's uh what what I thought was absolutely hilarious was the uh, the and and Adam and, and Adam and, and John I know you already know this is the case Shay this is probably not in your real house you don't pay attention to a lot of this shit but um, we started the infinite cycle of thought pieces about how the Democrats are in complete disarray uh, free yeah. fall um, they all hate each other they will never ever settle on a candidate and uh, Donald Trump has already won. The uh, 2020 election. Um, believe it or not, Alex Jones was uh, Alex Jones did a special every night for the debates. Um, he was hammer drunk during both of them, and uh, subsequently has missed every daytime transmission, quote unquote, uh, after the debates. He has not been back in the studio since. I think he's on a bender of all benders. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but he is a Tulsi Gabbard. Like he said, like the right wing, um, is really fish, fish tailing behind Tulsi Gabbard. I don't really, the only thing I can pin to that is that like, she does have a history of being anti, uh, LGBTQ, but she has come out and said like, she'd made a mistake. She's evolved on that. That's fine. You know I mean? We're not going to hold everybody's, I mean, Biden right now is trying to actively defend shitty decisions he made decades ago and then when the democratic politic uh as a whole was like yeah you probably should shut up about that he's like no no i want absolution he uh I, there was i can't remember where it was i heard it or read it but it was a uh, some you know some campaign analyst that makes money to say these things on tv or something had made a good point about how the the that is a conscious decision of his campaign and that um biden 
is not going to apologize for things he's done. Right. And he uh, there he's banking on the voters that he uh, a lot of his voters are going to be older voters, and he's banking right. that those older voters will understand the context of the decisions well, he made in the seventies. But and I don't. There's also a psychological thing of if you like apologize for something, you're basically you know, you're saying pointing to a weakness. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's the Donald Trump school of politics. Yeah. If you never admit you made a mistake, supporters don't have to either. Right, and I think right. he's he's making a play for being the Democratic version of of Trump right now versus being, hey, I was the vice president for Barack Obama. What the fuck did I just stumble back in on? <laughs> well, what well, well, uh, Dave Dave's reconnectivity just reconnected, and what we're talking about is how uh, Joe Biden has in the last couple of days as basically refused to apologize for some of the shitty decisions. Oh, yeah, for, uh, yeah, the, uh... Back in the the 50s and 60s. And, like, yeah, like, no, everything, like, the problem is, is, like, uh, uh, an intellectual person with critical thinking skills will say, oh, yeah, that was a decision made back in the 60s, and it's not, it does not translate one-to-one to how you would behave today. But Joe Biden also is like, fuck off. Uh, you can't, like, attack me for that shit. I just want absolution. Yeah. Like he's which, being, which is, which he's is being very combative. Yeah, all really you dumb. have to do is, 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 just, is just say, "Hey, that was dumb." You it's know, a he, time. Can, he, he can pull exactly. He can pull the grandpa. It was a different time. Well, and I'm actually really sorry about it. Honestly, I I do believe in redemption for for most things politically. Right. Like yeah. you know, I I think like like that can totally happen. Uh, and I and and that's all he has to ask for. Honestly, right. like, you know, with with the way that, you know, uh, especially, you know, culture with people our age is, is gravitating is that, you know, we can appreciate it when someone's like, yeah, fucked up. So what? You know, or like, you know, or, you know, just admitting all that stuff or that he's changed his, uh, you know, he's changed his stance on anything. You know, I, I actually trust a candidate more that says that, like, you know, they've had their, their you know, their mind changed on something like that. You know, unless it's something major like, um, you know, healthcare reform or, you know. Women's reproductive rights or anything like that. Um, there, there's uh, yeah. also there's also the thought that he's still he's still used to being in the Senate. That he kind of has this belief that you have to come to some unanimous unanimous decision. That the old Senate, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the re- Republicans are going to come are come around and, and help him out. And I th- I think he's kind of missing that. But I mean, I generally feel like that he's a good man deep down. Even though he's playing, even oh, though yeah. he's, he's playing the Democrat Trump right now, I mean, that, that's really the card he's playing, I, and it, I it may guess or may if not that's work. That's a card. <laughs> I don't know if I call well, that. Well, let me let but me. Yeah, throw, I, I get your point. I get your point. Let me throw out a scenario, and let I would like your guys' response on this. God damn, excuse me. One of the many reasons that people will point to, or you know, dry hump. For the reasons that Hillary Clinton won, uh, lost the 2016 election was that um, we had a Democratic uh, primary that was a little bit more that, divisive than anybody wanted to. And you had the quote-unquote Bernie bros that when uh, Bernie Sanders did not win the nomination would did not quote-unquote, you know, like fall in line with Hillary Clinton. Um, I was never like anti me personally i was never like anti-burning i just like knew that when they went into the southern states he was gonna get his clock cleaned and he did 
Like, those, those just states weren't going to vote for Bernie the way that the northern states were going to. Like, I just, yeah, that, that was my opinion. It happened. Whatever. Um, so there's this, there's this fear and there was this, and, and you can Google this and, and come up with like a, a dozen different examples of people with far ranging, ranging percentages of, of the quote unquote Bernie bros. And, and I don't particularly like that phrase, but it's what the politic, uh, elite use. It stuck, dude. It did. It stuck. And it's funny how many, t- how many, how many drunk guys are running into at a bar that'll be like, no man, Bernie a thousand percent. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, what if we have to have somebody else? Like, no, fuck it. Only Bernie. I'm like. That that, yeah, that doesn't wow. help out. That doesn't help out. That's... Yeah, yeah. But whatever. So there's there's ranging percentages of Bernie Bros that didn't, you know, envelop and then dovetail behind a Clinton candidacy, and that that was one of the reasons that people can point to that she she lost. I personally think that a lot of people just fucking lied uh, during polling and said, yeah, I'm not gonna vote for Donald Trump because they you know they thought he was kind of a racist and they didn't want to be stamped like that. That's neither here nor there. I don't think we have that problem right now. If the leader, right now it's it's uh, Joe Biden, were to flame the fuck out, which there are signs that his campaign is kind of in the early stages of flailing about his answers to these, you know, older race questions and his, about Let's his not record. forget the nothing will fundamentally change thing. That everybody was making oh, fun yeah, of. That's, yeah, that's, that taken out, that, that's taken out of context. I'll right. hold that Joe on that one, but maybe, I don't want to change yeah. the subject. But No, no Adam's exactly well, right. Just, I was taken out of context. Is not smart enough, and it does not matter that it's out of context. <laughs> Adam is very correct. Damage. It was taken out of context. Shay's exactly idiot. right that Sean Haney is going to hammer down on that for every night of the week. But, but to, let's just, let's to, just to, say that Joe Biden flames out tomorrow. Like, he is driving a car and just plows through a busload of nuns. Just, like, kills all of them. Right? Just flames right the fuck out. I don't think that the Democratic Party right now is going to be, like, hemming and hawing about who to fall behind. Because the, the, you know, when your first choice is Bernie, I'm sorry, when your first choice is Joe Biden, and your second, third, and fourth choice are all, like, pretty much equal with uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Bernie Sanders, and Kamala Harris, like, I think that we won't have this, like, Bernie bro not showing up problem. I think everybody's like, all right, well, Biden's out. We like these other ones. And I think you'll be... have more engagement. Honestly. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. At least, at least that's my uh, yeah. And I mean, you have more engagement because everybody's like, oh man. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you bring that up. That's an, that's an optimistic outlook, and that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. I mean, the, the majority of this population, of the voting population, is liberal, right? The problem we we always have a turnout problem. I uh. I, I'm wondering what the numbers for turnout are going to be for this presidential election. Uh, I, I mean, I, I bet this is going to be on par with uh, God. What, what election was that? Was that after uh, after Nixon? Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where where it had like the highest like percentage voter turnout of all time for a presidential election. I mean, I, I think like like just that alone uh, is going to be. We're we're actually going to need that. I think we want to we will we want to fucking get Trump off the fucking throne. He's not going to abdicate that shit. Well, <laughs> and and the good thing is if if we if we were to have that type of turnaround, I think that, you know it would make you know taking the Senate possible. But I think if you're talking about turnout that we've had over you know previous years, that it's probably not going to happen, and that's going to hamstring whoever would become president. 
Yeah, well, there's already reports now that the interest that's been uh, generated by such a large Democratic field and the fact that Donald Trump is such a polarizing figure and is already trying to, I mean, the right-wing machine, quote-unquote, Donald Trump, per se, is already trying to select the candidate he wants to run against. I mean, after the debates, he uh, Donald Trump went out, um, I'm getting ahead of myself, these statistical guys say that we're looking at a tsunami of voter turnout for the 2020 election. So, so whenever that happens, that usually favors a more democratic uh, turnout because you know when more people vote, more people vote Democratic. When less people vote, more people vote Republican. That is a statistical fact. But voter suppression is a is a like built into the Republican Party for yeah, this very reason. It's a real <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. But, like, as we talk right now, there's already some, like, really fucking... St- like, okay, so already since Kamala... Um, I'm sorry. Uh, let me let me parse this out correctly. Since the... Um, since the debate has ended, Donald Trump, who was in Japan on the other side of the party, like, the minute was over, you know, he, he said it was boring. He said that Kamala Harris really didn't have that great of an exchange with Joe Biden. That Joe Biden really did take away the win in that debate. Like Donald Trump and his campaign has already picked the people they want to run against. They want well, to run against, yeah. They want to run against Joe Biden. They don't want to fucking run against uh, there, Kamala Harris. There, there's already like a whole movement on Twitter of right wingers trying to say, you know, she's not black because she's part Jamaican, part Indian. Exactly. Then, then there's a group saying, well, she may not actually be eligible to be the president. Um, like starting yes. the whole birther crap for her. Exactly. So, and yeah. one of those people was. Was was Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. really. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Of course yeah. it was. Yeah. The fuck did he say that? That that oh, weak chinned that weak chinned little motherfucker shared a tweet that said that she wasn't really black enough to represent black Americans because her um her parents were Indian and uh, Hawaiian. If I'm not mistaken. Indian Jamaican. Yeah. Indian Jamaican. I'm sorry. Indian yeah. Jamaican. So he shared a shared a, a, a meme that said that she wasn't black enough to represent black Americans, and then immediately deleted it. So like, yeah, you're racist. Well, it doesn't yeah, matter that you weren't yeah, racist for yeah, that there, long. There you're others, racist. There were other yeah. stuff saying that she doesn't know what African Americans are facing because like she didn't come from her ancestors didn't come from Africa. How right. do you think people who got like black people got to Jamaica the, the beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sorry. The Republican Party likes to talk about how much the 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 quote they love this term the left. Everybody who's more liberal than they are is just the left. They're like, well, every time you're losing an argument, you just call us racist. Well, you know why? It's because you're fucking racist. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh well, you, you know, you're just from the left, and you're, you know, I I like the uh, I get this a lot from my my father-in-law. Just like, oh, you know, we can't talk because we 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 swing at each other. We have uh, yelled at each other in restaurants. It's it's ugly. But, uh, nice. Have you, yeah. have you been removed from a casual dining restaurant? <laughs> I have removed myself from a casual dining restaurant. <laughs> well, With a manager that's not asked you to leave. Yeah. But it's if you've been cut been, off at an Applebee's. But I, I, I would have been. I would yeah. have been it's me. long been my stance that I will it's, never... It's, it's one of those, like, like, uh, like you know, I quit. It's long been my stance that I have never been asked to leave a cash flow mining restaurant, and if I do, it will definitely be by the police and not the day manager. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Either, I mean, either that or, or fun, a fun call from manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were saying you and your, your father-in-law don't get along. What's that? Yeah. So, so Before they, we interrupted. No, no, it's, it's all good. I actually lost my train of thought because of, uh, of dad. So that's that's good. That's not even put a pin in that, then, I guess. <laughs> so, as a whole... Applebee's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $2 um, Brutus. Yeah, one of the one of the things that millennials are apparently killing. Whatever. So no, that's, sensitive. that's right. That was my point. Is that, that's why I'm always so it's like, oh, you're too sensitive. And then if you, I mean, you look, you look at the Republican Party and motherfucker, they are the most sensitive people on the face of the earth. That's oh, my yeah. hope. They get so well, butt hurt. Oh yeah, big time. They they are literally having a um, now. I guess I guess it's not fair to. Um, attach this straight pride parade to the Republican Party, but I have to assume that uh, 99.9% of the people that will, will participate in a straight pride parade in Boston would vote Republican. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not I mean, saying... 99% is being you know, pretty conservative. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying all Donald Trump supporters are, are racist, but all racists are Donald Trump supporters. That's it's kind of how that idiom it's, goes. It's possible yep. you might well, get some tourists that get I don't know. Like, lost I, I, you know and what? end up in the there, parade by accident. I saw yeah. a, a collection of bumper stickers once, because every rule has to have an exception. Right, yeah. right. So a collection of bumper stickers. There was a Confederate flag bumper sticker with like a, you know, these colors don't run nonsense on it. And of like course. four different NRA bumper stickers and like... Uh, you know the the collection. You know what they were. What they were. Yeah, yeah. There's a Cain flag, and then there was like a Clinton Kane bumper sticker. So really? like, the guy also had like a Union Proud bumper sticker. So I assume he's like a you know Union pipe fitter who Sounds continues to vote Democratic because like yeah, I mean he's yeah. like a Union pipe fitter who. Right. Like the fa- like his union card is the only thing keeping him voting Democratic, but those people are out there. <laughs> yeah, well, sound- I mean that's right. a that's how. He sounds like a plant to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, the 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 whole the union things it's a pretty big deal. You never know. It I is. mean, I, it my, is. my my dad was you know that's kind of where my Democratic roots come from. My my dad was a union man, so that's that means something. And my my dad's probably. He's he's come around a lot. He's probably you know back in the the old days very conservative you know socially. And the fact that he told me like man that gay guy is pretty pretty good you know. Yeah. The union yeah, might have kept him around. No, for that's that. that's that's big. I mean that's that's a lot of people. And those were the people that we lost in the last. Those were the people that elected Trump essentially in the end. It, it was it was those. Like 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 that population of people like uh, you know like working class like union people like you know like all like you know rust belt workers basically and uh, what you were you're in uh, West Virginia is that where you grew up? I'm, uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. where I'm originally yeah. from. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I mean in, in West Virginia, I mean yeah, I mean coal mining, all that. I mean the, the, anybody that was in the union was all solidly democratic, but I mean the, a lot of those people were vulnerable like last time, and, and they were fed up because you know they, uh, you know. They were told the economy was bad, and it was, and nobody could get a job, and it was tough, and uh, and a lot of those people got scared and voted for Donald Trump, and, and yeah. it's, it's it's unfortunate, and that's uh, that's what we should, I think, uh, you know, having the the broader field is absolutely 
help help that because there's not like you don't you can't focus on uh, you know two people just duking it out the whole time yeah. that are you know basically polar opposites of one you know one party's political ethos. Um, it's it's uh, I, I think it's good. I, I, I think uh, who was that? Was that was that you that brought that up, or was that you Shay that brought that up? Who said that? What's this? No, that was me. What? Oh yeah, no, uh, no, yeah. Like having a yeah, no. Adam brought up the fact that there are all those those reachable people that have all the stickers that, but there's still the union sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like like not to blast uh you know put our parents on blast Shay, but like when Shay and I were growing up. Our parents didn't really like espouse a lot of liberal views. They just raised us to be like, you know, these gay people are totally fine. They're people, right? And, like to treat everybody. And then like when we like, I don't know about if Shay noticed this, but it wasn't until I was like in college and our parents were starting like look at retirement and they like, I mean, our father got like I I didn't know how fucking liberal our dad was. Yeah. Yeah, like he he retired. And he's like, "Are you?" He then like we'd sit there and open a you know, crack a beer up with him. He's like, "Can you believe this dumb shit that Donald Trump's doing?" And then we just have a monologue prepared for us about how, you know. And I'm like, "And he never said that shit when we were in high school." And neither did our mother. No, like we knew that they respected everybody for who they were, but like we didn't know that they were that fucking liberal. Like I guess we just got it by osmosis. See, when I, when I was raised, it wasn't so much being liberal or, or what have you it was like god damn it you're gonna be a democrat, democrat. Yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. You're a democrat. Yeah. yeah and and that's that's uh yeah all right, I mean, all I, right. fortunately all right, well, I, I agree with it and i'm i still am all right so those, let's just oh go ahead adam i was gonna say those of us on eastern time need to go to bed soon yeah probably that's what i was saying i'm sorry let's 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 uh <laughs> let's uh fish horn this down with um a little bit of fun stuff so um as a palate cleanser, politics aside, Shay, do you know that Iron Sky's got a sequel coming out? A couple, yep. in, like, yeah. Have you guys seen Iron Sky? Everybody here? Yeah. yeah. Solid. It's good Dave? stuff. Oh, guys. All right, so Iron Sky is about a breakaway faction of Nazis that went to the moon and built spaceships, and they've been there ever since the 40s. And then they come back in, like, what is it, the early 2000s, Shay? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It is the best part of like low budget sci fi nonsense there is. They turn, uh, they use a, a special serum to turn a black guy into an Aryan. It's the yeah, worst type. It's, it's so the fun. worst type. It's ridiculous, dude. It's the worst type of reverse blackface you can think of. Um, I watched the movie and uh, the uh, female lead Nazi. I've always found very attractive. I don't know if it was her shitty accent or the uniform. These are both questions I don't want answered. <laughs> right. Just gonna blame it on. I'm just gonna it's blame good. it on the booze. But, uh, right. Yeah, but the sequel involves going to the center of, of course, the Hollow Earth. Yes. To meet with, to, uh, to rendezvous with uh, a. I'm almost positive a lizard person. Um, oh God. Hitler. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a lizard person, Hitler, who is riding a tri- Tyrannosaurus Rex in the trailer. It looks um, pretty great. Are they going to bring Nordics into this? Because if they do, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to have a There is no reason not to see this movie. Um, uh, yeah, right. Um, I saw Dark Phoenix. Can anybody else see that? No, I forgot it was out. I've uh, got... Uh, I'm going to have uh, a lot of You missed spare. it. Uh, it's not theaters it. anymore? <laughs> They're yanking it so fast. It's yeah. not good. No, I know it looked bad. 
I did. I'm really see pumped. I want to go see that Child's Play movie. I really do. The new one. Everything it's I've awesome. read about it says like, "Hey, wow, that was way better than I thought it would be. Not great, but man, that was fun." Well, it's in the ch- new Child's Play movie. It's supposed to be. It's like Wi-Fi connected to your whole house, and that's a problem. Yeah, well, it's it's an AI Jimmy Jank. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like uh, you know, but uh, I love how people are real upset with this. They're like, I've got a lot of friends who are like, "Well, I won't see it because they changed his origin." I'm like, "You have a problem with that, but not the other like fucking seven sh- complete shit movies they've made for that series." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first two were legitimately fun horror movies, and after that, they're all shit. Well, I I I, re- I actually reject the fact that a uh, what one and a half foot tall yeah. doll with a knife can kick my can kill me. No, yeah. I'm, I'm punting that little motherfucker <laughs> so fast. Um, Pick him up, put him in the oven. There you go. Yeah, yeah, right, we're we're good. I I am making a cocktail while this little fucker roasts. You can fight um, that thing with a leaf blower. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Actually, all afternoon we'll make a game yeah. of it. Yeah. John, uh, to your point, you saw. Um, Toy Story uh, 4. Toy Story 4. Yeah. I still have not seen Toy Story 5 because I don't think I have the more I don't think I have the 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 emotional fortitude to do that. You mean 3? Yeah, you said 3. Five. I, said three. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think anybody's seen Toy Story yeah. 5. <laughs> uh, well, I I I don't think I can handle that one well, either. I was going to say yeah. I was going to say 4 4 I kind of thought throughout most of it, hey, like this isn't nearly as emotional as 3. And then it got to like the last like ten minutes, and I I really teared up a little bit. So, oh, yeah. uh, brace yourself. It was actually sure. the first. This is what happens when you like have kids now. It's the first movie I think I've seen in theaters like in, in like over three and a half years. It's well, that I, bad. I, I don't have kids, and I would still see the fucking thing. So, I don't know what that says about me, but. Uh, All right. Good to know. Yeah, I guess the last thing I want to bring up so we can let Adam go to bed because he's on Eastern Time Zone. This is this is how we, I mean, basically. Oh, John is too. I'm sorry. Yeah, like John's too. Like we really fuck the guys on the Eastern Time Zone because you know Shay. You guys have to like, go to work tomorrow too. Yeah, yeah they got to yeah. go to work. Oh, that sucks, man. I got tomorrow. And they are sold two hours ahead of you. Yeah, like, no, I, I got it. It's it's uh it's like a, almost twelve o'clock, and you guys gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, what we're going to do here is the last thing I want to ask is like, is anybody watching Good Omens on uh, Amazon? No, no but I've heard watching a lot right of good now. shit about it. In the other huh? room. Watch it, read the book. It's fantastic. Go do See, both. I, I'm about halfway through the book. As soon as I'm done with the book, I watch the show. Uh, we have to talk about the fact that uh, a Christian group has asked, uh, has started a petition. Now, this is about a week and a half old now, but a, 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 a Christian group started a petition wanting um, Netflix to cancel Good Omens. Oh, yeah. That's, I saw that. Yeah, that's right. That was well, great. I, I and, did that. What's that? What's that, Adam? Oh, I really appreciated Netflix's response to it where they promised not to make any episodes of Good Omens. Exactly. And that's exactly <laughs> what they had to do. Like, like, the second I saw the petition, I was like, Netflix has to play into this. Netflix went out and said, like, we promise not to make any more episodes. And Amazon responded saying they promised to not make any more episodes of Stranger Things. <laughs> that was good. All new Stranger yeah. Things drops this week, too, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. it does. On yeah, it does. July. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things, like, I love the fact that, A, Neil Gaiman has a great show that apparently everybody loves. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through the book. I hope it, like, is just as good as American Gods. 
Um, two, I like the fact that Christians are making themselves look stupid without any help from me. Um, and then three, I like that these companies are like actually have sense of humor about this shit. Well, um, let's let's not let's let's not paint uh, you know several billion people with the brush of a, a fringe group of weirdos. Too late. What? Fuck it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, we're done. It's painted. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the other, I guess the other thing before we like just fucking cancel it out, like I'm actually kind of really over people starting petition for fuck everything, because there was you know other than the petition to have, um, oh shit, always sunny, uh, Frank from Always Sunny, um, Danny DeVito. Thank yeah. you, Danny DeVito play Wolverine. No, I'm that totally, was yeah. I'm totally yeah, behind that. That, that one. is that's yeah. just fun. That's just gonna. Yeah, that's fun. But like, there's apparently a petition right now to remove Brie Larson from the the. Um, this from is getting out of hand. Right. Let people Captain make Marvel. shitty movie. Let, let let people make shitty movies. Let people make yeah. good movies. Like like if, if people have a say in this shit, you're just gonna wind up with a way more mediocre movies. Yeah, it's not bullshit. about whether or not that movie was shitty or not. There's a petition that has almost reached its goal to remove Brie Larson as Captain Marvel because they want a uh, gay woman of color in that role. What? Well, who, I mean, just because a petition gets enough signatures doesn't mean shit. I mean, that doesn't exactly, exactly. exactly. It's just a petition. Hey, Shay, I'd like to petition you. Like, I, <laughs> I, like, I, I understand you want a, a very prominent Marvel character to represent the LGBTQ uh, you know, community, but... There is I thought the about... Flash was gay. Is the Flash well, not gay? Uh, no, but the, uh, actually in the, in the next iteration of um, uh, the Eternals, the next uh, Marvel phase, the Eternals, they're, they're going to have Hercules be gay, which isn't really a big stretch because if you... Know they're they're about... just doing that because he's Greek. They're making the... the... Oh, God damn it. Well, all right, whatever. But like, no, I'm just kidding. I just fucked her out, dude. Right, but like, yeah, but like, that's that's not even that much of a stretch. But like, fucking yanking Brie Larson out of everything because of a petition is just dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, it's like the redesigned Sonic the Hedgehog. Isn't that some dumb shit that they did? And now it looks even worse. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. That oh. was actually needed. That was some. It looks fuel. worse now. It's more nightmarish. I don't think it is. I, we haven't seen the new one, but the it, old one like made my dick go the inside me. Experiment going instead of starting it over from the beginning. Let me let me tell you right now. If we release a Sonic the Hedgehog movie that looked like that, I would never get an erection ever. It's insulting. <laughs> like again, it. like ever again in your whole life. Nope. Impressive. Nope. Yeah. Huh. All right, it's it's all right, guys. We got we got to wrap this up so all of our East Coast guys can go to sleep. Yeah, sorry, guys. I appreciate everybody. I kind of want to have you all on because uh, in my head, you all kind of fit into a niche of the Democratic Party, and to my uh, surprise, you all rotated about one niche around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, it, like nobody nobody here gave an answer that I really expected they would give, and well, actually, that that's the best thing. Well, let's hear let's hear what you thought we were gonna say. All yeah. Right, okay. Uh, uh, all right. That's great. I, I honestly thought Shay would be the. I don't really give a shit about it. Uh, we all live in hell. None of these guys are going to help me. Uh, I expected Dave to be a, a shade less than that. Kind of more the independent guy. Like, you know what? Um, not going to vote for Donald Trump. But these are all shitty candidates. Uh, John was going to be the more like the more real leftist kind of response. But like, you know, 
not really? a corporate Democrat, but like a very, very liberal Democrat. And I expected uh, Adam to be the very, you know, kind of centrist Democrat and wanted everybody to be, you know, well represented and, and represent us in, in the in the in the two, 2020 election. Wrong, absolute card carrier of the establishment trademarks. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I'm throwing around establishment a little bit heavy there. That's my that's my thing. But I, I expected uh, Dave and Shay to be more like, oh fuck it, we all, we're, the world's on fire. I mean, in the uh, sense that I don't really give a shit about who. Like, I, there's just I don't, I don't I'm I'm not really giving a shit about all the candidates of the debates too heavily because it's just too much right now like it's not going to matter until they whittle some of them down right yeah that's kind of that's kind of my that's kind of my stance i'm not going to get too invested until we're down to like three or four when, when the, that. In when, meantime it's fun to get invested like i said we are we all know we're all going to vote for somebody who's not donald trump on fucking you know, oh like yeah could yeah. be anybody else right so this is a fucking sewing circle so it's fun to speculate it's fun to <laughs> about it, some of these bitches dude <laughs> it did get me it, it got me excited and then like looking at the fact that it you know we're we're still talking about months and months before anybody votes yeah. and then kentucky you know is like the thing's almost over by the time i get to vote so it's the same way in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, we're West Virginia, Kentucky are about the same. I don't. Do you, when's Illinois vote primary? Do you do you know? Off the top of my head, no. It's it's uh it's it's not much it's not much earlier than you guys, West Virginia and Kentucky. Uh, Dave, yeah. I feel like ours is pretty. It's sooner than a lot of other ones, isn't it? I can't remember it what the Colorado primary it, is. It, it, it is. It, I, it's it's a lot sooner than everybody else's. I mean, like, and we're kind of stuck out there in the middle of a couple other states. I mean, it's before Super Tuesday. That's for damn sure. So, yeah. Word. All right. Well, let's let everybody go to bed uh, again, guys. Thanks for coming on, Shay. You're always here, so. Yep. Eat my You're still of. welcome, though. Yeah. Uh, John, thanks for coming on. Ah, uh, thanks for having me. Adam, always welcome. Thanks for putting up with me. Not a problem. Dave, good talking to you again. Thanks for letting me get drunk and yell things. That's what I do. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. Yep. Um, so, uh, as always, I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Shay and I enjoy the fuck out of doing it. Uh, as do everybody else. Apparently, everybody else comes on the podcast likes doing it, too. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, bitch, moan, complain, hit me up at, uh, hit us up at thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com because fuck Alex Jones and all of his shtick and you can hit us up on Twitter and uh, the Facey Spaces and the Mob Books at at Woodscast1776 um, this is where we um, Shay can you say goodbye to all the nice people toodles Just a little, 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 little